0: He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan
1: Wexel. Wexel.
0: Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. This is my podcast. I interview a different Facebook friend every episode, a different friend, Maybe I know them. Maybe I don't. Maybe we haven't spoken in a decade. Who knows? No big whoop. Uh, but you can go to awkwardwithevan.com to check out past episodes. Uh, also, at Awkward With Evan on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and also Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Oh, and of course iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. The best way, again, for you guys to help out is to go to... Uh, iTunes write a five star review on this podcast um and just share it and subscribe and get more earballs on this. And uh for active support, there is patreon.com slash funny evan, which you will hear about later on. Um my guest this week, uh before we get to him, uh I'll just tell you it's Sean Von Busick. Sean Von Busick is a cool guy because uh ten years ago uh we did a a uh web commercial for zappos and he was the lead and i was in his rap entourage uh he was mc smalls and uh i was uh just finding this video one night on facebook and i messaged him and sean was like hey let's let's talk and i'm like oh yeah and uh yeah this is a conversation that we we were gonna have uh you're gonna hear it we had it about probably 3 a.m his time which was very nice of him uh to do that um but just to catch you up with the uh, Catch you guys up with what I've been up to um, because we're going to format this episode a little differently. Um, What we're going to do – well, first of all, um, my last episode with April Brucker, um, we got to talk about my appearance on The Gong Show, which was cool. Uh, Technically, I've been on ESPN since then. And also technically, uh, my child Young Beckett Sage has come in contact and been uh, taught of the existence of female WWE NXT slash Mae Young Classic wrestler Sage Beckett. There is a wrestler out there named Sage Beckett, and I have a kid named Beckett Sage, and uh, thanks to me and him, uh, they now know about each other. So maybe their paths will cross one day. Uh, one day, Beckett Sage will meet Sage Beckett. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, but as I was saying, I was on a ESPN. Uh, I was on a 30 for 30, actually. I'm on for a line. You hear me for a solid two seconds. If this was real TV, it would have been uh, in under five. And uh, it was for uh, Mike and the Mad Dog for you guys in the tri-state area. You know of probably Mike Francesa, uh, uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, different Chris Russo that I interviewed earlier on the podcast. I have a Facebook friend named Chris Russo, who is a very upstanding gentleman. Um, But Mike and the Mad Dog were a big deal. They kind of like were the innovators of sports talk radio and just two maniacs yelling at each other about sports and taking calls from maniacs. And uh, they're extremely popular, a big part of my uh, formative years in the 90s, and uh, I Go across the country to what's called FrancesaCon. And uh, as – if you listen to my episode with uh, Jamie Lake, um, she knows I I wrote a song about Mike Francesa and uh, played it in Irving Plaza in front of like a 1,000 people and they dug it and I put it online. Some people dug it. Um, I have now – that was a song based on a parody of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. I don't want to be sued by him. So what I did is I wrote up music, original music with most of the lyrics I used at Francesca Khan, And I wrote an original song. It's called Mike Francesa. A lot of you guys don't know who that is. Um, I can tell by my Facebook uh, reactions and engagement. Not a lot of people care <laughs> about who he is. Um, but it's the most uh it's the greatest song I've ever produced. Um I was introduced to an amazing producer named Kevin Fisher and uh he threw in all the instruments and uh he was introduced I got in contact with him through Leah Andreoni, uh who I, I'm kinda like a fanboy. I'm a fanboy of, of her work, um, because I've had her on my on my iTunes for like the past twenty years, fifteen years. And um to be able to like collaborate with her. And she actually uh, sings background vocals, uh, was able to swing down and do that for me. And uh, I've never been more proud of a song. I'm trying to put a lyric music video together, um, so you can see the lyrics. I'm trying to do it by using a freelancer from Fiverr.com, and he's like a newbie, and I'm willing to give him a shot. But the language barrier—I mean, you know—you hire these people, and sometimes they're, sometimes they're in India or Pakistan or uh, another country, and you, you know, you know, they're trying with their English, but they just can't duplicate what parentheses are. So it's a struggle. Uh, the struggle is real—first-world problems. Um, but I want to at least before I get to my interview with Sean, um, I'm gonna. Th- let you guys hear the song It's a five minute song Because the guy's On the radio Mike Francesa For like five hours a day um, It's an opus It's really an opus That uh, America has been ne- Needing and yearning And uh, to hopefully Make them great again And uh, I got to Do that And I'm going to Play the song And then I am going to Go right into my interview With Sean Von Busick But first Available on iTunes Amazon And Spotify It's Mike Mike Francesa Was a man from one to six Number one without any tricks Drank liters of Diet Coke That went right through ya Of everyone at the fan No one is richer Andy Pettit is a starting pitcher And in the bathroom Jake Glazer will stand next to ya Mike Francesa Mike Francesa The Knicks cause him stress Mike Francesa Headphones never touch his hair He tolerates Mike in Montclair And if Sweeney ever comes on He'll sleep right through ya He cancelled the New York City Marathon He told Fox Sports Put my mic on! And Peyton, the first guy you kiss Can't be Papa John! Mike Francesa Mike Francesa Doesn't get along with the Jetsa like Francis, Uh. wrestling is not his cup of tea, but his snowblower fills him with glee, and wait a second, when he scrolls on his phone for ya. He tells callers the Yanks don't need to bunt Just because they're in a funk And the Giants offense is a lot of dink and dunk Mike Francesa Mike Francesa Tried to get A-Rod to confess Mike Francesa Mike Francesa Mike Francesa Draws near My eyes get misty Please FAN Don't hire Chris Christie So when that Final day approaches Please no calls About female coaches His prank calls Are sometimes not detected Take some credit You got Trump elected So many Diet Cokes To recycle for the last time. Don't call him Michael! You are the best that New York has, and you think George Carl coached the Jazz and win. a new job for Julio, he could drive around one of the many celebrities that you know. Mike Francesa, Mike Francesa, gets great seats to the Mets, Uh, Mike Francesa. After this, all right, guys, we are on socially awkward with Evan Wexell, where it's a different Facebook friend every episode. And about 10 minutes ago, I came across a video that was posted by someone that I did 10 years ago. With the star of this video, he was MC Smalls in the video, and uh, and now he's he's back. We're now we're back together. We're reuniting. Uh, Sean Von Buzick. Yes, that's right, right. Sean yes. Von Buzick. Great. That's right.
1: Good. And you're three hours ahead of me. You're in. Yeah, I'm I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. Holy cow! Uh, three hours ahead of. <laughs>
0: Okay, it's after midnight where I am, it's after 3 a.m. where he is, and that's kind of what we do. I, this might be a record for latest t- interview I've ever done, but I'm down with it. Um, cool, so I guess the MC Smalls life has taken you across the country. And, yeah, uh,
1: okay, I'll, you want to hear about what happened, why I ended up here.
0: Yes, now first, so MC Small, so you don't know what I'm talking about. We did together a, a vi- music video for Zappos.com. 80s rap, Fresh Prince of Bel, Bel- Air kind of style, and uh, you were the star. I was one of your sidekicks with another guy, Reggie Watkins, and uh, it's on YouTube. We'll, we'll put a link yes. in the show notes for this. Um, but yeah, what happened since 2007 for you? Is that how long? Is that how long it's Cause been? Because you're, oh you're married God. now. I know you're married now. I'm, I'm
1: married now. But yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm married. I have I have a 5-year-old. Me too. Name Isaac Isaac Von Buzik. Oh my gosh, what a ruler. And, okay. Yeah, here here's the thing about Von Buzik, and I'll just get that out of the way yeah. because people it's kind of one of these like what? You know you catch it, right? <laughs> von Buzik. but like Van Halen or Bon Jovi. Yeah. So my my family my last name is Buzik, technically right. legally on the books. Okay. Now my family uh 200 years ago or 300 years ago were von busics in germany okay and there's a town called grozen which means big <laughs> Buzik and Alten which i i think is little buzik or or small buzik and they were they were like bishops like yep. you know part of the whatever they they had the the bishops and they had coins and whatever uh, with their face on it yep. i didn't really inherit that uh that that royalty so much but nonetheless that's where von buzik comes from so i just want to get that out of the way now my son is legally von buzik because in the hospital you can do whatever name you want you can just (laughs) isaac von freckenstock whatever (laughs) but i figured i'd add the von and that's that's where he got his name and um
0: yeah no, Von Buzik sounds like uh, Van Helsing, kind of like that. Kind of like he could be just like a vampire hunter or something when he
1: grows up. Yeah, or like you know, like the Von Trapp family hiding Jews in the basement or whatever <laughs> kind of thing you want to think of with that.
0: Instead, you're just kind of like the Germans that are just chilling on the lawn. So that's that works too. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah we're out here and we're on we're on the Charleston uh, marshland, mm-hmm. just hanging out with alligators and uh, yeah. Cool. So, so is there much acting life out
0: there in South Carolina right now for you?
1: Or I gotta tell you, you know, uh, leaving LA was a was a very difficult decision because I I didn't want to like just drop it all. Everything I worked done. Two thousand and I think fourteen. Okay. Now what we what we did, my wife and I bought a house in Hollywood in two thousand eleven, which was in LA bottom of the market. Oh, that is the very.
0: Okay. So the so the right. crash already happened, so you didn't get like upside down. Or no,
1: anything. that's good. Right. We we bought at the very bottom, and it wasn't you know it wasn't on purpose. It just kind of happened. It was like the perfect moment to buy a house. Yeah. My wife, her grandmother died, and she got a small inheritance. Right. And I did um, a commercial for TBS. Okay. And I got like four grand. You know, it was okay. one of those non. You know, it was like a cable thing.
0: buyout or something yeah, like
1: that. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I got like four grand. so we had just enough to put down uh a a down payment on a two hundred and twenty six thousand dollar house, one bedroom in Hollywood. okay so we decided, and then she was pregnant, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> we decided to live there and flip the house. We' like okay. she's like, I'm only staying here if we sell it. Okay. I'm like, okay. I had all these wild dreams of putting a second story on it and <laughs> like, you know, making it you know, Hollywood uh whatever. You what know, streets big... are
0: you talking about? What area
1: is this in Hollywood? Now this is this would be East Hollywood. Okay. Which not many people talk about East Hollywood. Right. <laughs> Mostly mentioned West Hollywood. Right. But East Hollywood was it was close to uh, Los Feliz and yep. Echo Park mm-hmm. Okay. and Silver Oh cool. But it was Melrose and the 101 freeway. Okay. I could hear the from yeah. my house. Yeah. I had a great view of the Hollywood sign. Okay. It was kind of like the the sign of broken dreams. <laughs> You're sitting on your front porch staring at that <laughs> sign. Right. Um, so we, we bought that and uh, and it was it was a cute little house. You know, it had a, it was in a historic neighborhood called Melrose Hill.
0: Okay.
1: And um, so we bought it, fixed it up, paid $226 for it. And towards at the point we were, you know, when we had our kid, we started getting into some debt. Right. And, you know, you know how LA is having a child or yeah. children, how, you know, unaffordable it can be and how much daycare can be and all that. Yep. Um,
0: we do the so, daycare. Yeah. And we're going to have to like yeah. probably pay for school next year just cause like my area, I'm not going to send them to public school in this area. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So we, we kind of we went through all that and, um, we were kind of racking up some debt, you know. Things were kind of tough. We both had full time jobs, right? And I worked for the Directors Guild Pension and Health, and uh, also did some production assistant work on America's Finest Home Videos. Oh, cool! So, which was fun. That was like the super fun job. was probably a lot of so, hours
0: and stuff, and
1: you know, you know they depends. just call me in when they need me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but those were like ten hour days, you know, right. twelve hour days. It wasn't bad because the um, <clears throat> the CEO vinda bona was Mm -hmm. the producer Mm -hmm. and he um he would have us come in at 10 and leave at 7 which is perfect it's like for living in la that's perfect hours yeah you know because you kind of you know you're out late or whatever the night before you know you go to bed and you can come in at night you know get up at nine o'clock and and be the Shower and all that yeah right right you're missing all that stuff so it was a great you know it was kind of a fun fun job but we um we kind of decided we're like, you know, with the kid and everything, it was just a lot of pressure. And we're like, yeah. let's maybe we can have a you know a new lease on life, you know, sure. and try, try something different. Um, and my, my wife, you know, she's a very spiritual person. You know, mm-hmm. she's she believes in God and all that. And she said, she's like, if God wanted you to be, you to be an actor, you could get <laughs> it anywhere. You know, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And it was this big fight about leaving L.A. Yeah. But we had all this equity in the house, and the market started to rise. Yeah. So we decided to sell, and we thought, well, where would we want to move? Right. What would be the place we'd want to go to? And we're like, you know, Portland, Seattle. You know, we're thinking about the coast. Cool towns. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, I love Albuquerque, but there's no water there. You know, Uh, so we're like – and a friend of ours was like, uh, you guys should check out Charleston because we live there. and. And my brother lives about an hour and a half from here yep. in Myrtle Beach, which we also call Dirtle Myrtle. <laughs> have you been to Myrtle Beach? I, know I, you do
0: I have not. This. I did. I Clemson, I think, was the only time I was in South Carolina.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach is, is the redneck Riviera. Okay. But Charleston <laughs> is a little more, um, it's just a little more classy. Yeah. It's, it's a nice town. It's got a really cool historic area. And, and you know, people have this obviously vision of south carolina with all the news you know things of being right. a super racist state you know right. because it was and it was i mean i'm <laughs> trying to sugarcoat it here but you know back in um you know they're the first state to secede um you know the, just a lot of things about you know the racial aspect here but i gotta tell you uh charleston itself is a really beautiful place with a lot of really beautiful people. Yeah. Now, as far as so, so a friend of, of ours suggested we go, you know, check it out. So we came for a vacation. Mm-hmm. And the minute now LA's beaches are great, yeah. I mean, I love Cinematic them. You know, great, great yeah. waves. But I got out here and walked on the beach, and there were like dragonflies flying by my head and like the sweet smell of like a little bit of humidity and like flowers. And I got on the beach and I was like, man, this is beautiful. If I can, you know, the beaches are great and the water's warm, which, you know, LA they're not, there's never warm, you know? So I was like, Oh my gosh, now there's no waves. So I didn't get any, uh, surfing or (laughs) boarding and you know much here, but I was like, well, this would be a great place. So we, we talked about it and, and we're like, well, we're going to put up our house for sale and do it and we put our house in the market for 400,000 yeah so i mean i'm not trying to be like yeah i'm a rich <laughs> man i got a bank but but we paid 226 and sold it for 400,000 so there was a big little okay cash so
0: it did sell for that so that's good
1: yeah that, that's great so we, right so we were you know we're like stoked and the whole thing was a huge process but we moved here um we paid off all our debt yep swipe clean yeah right bought a car in cash wow. came out here looked at the apartment for a while and we just recently bought a house for awesome. 160,000
0: <laughs> i know if you can believe that it's so
1: tempting <laughs> you're like what well before it's,
0: before it's all said and done i'm probably gonna head to somewhere else in the maybe the next 10 years but yeah
1: You know, LA has this, like, you got to stay there, but you want to leave, but you know that the work is there, and, you know, it's kind of this tug, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it depends. I do enough, like, online where I could travel, and, I mean, a lot of the stuff I've done TV-wise has just been, like, random, uh, like... TV stuff, or um, I'd tape something for the gong show, it's coming back, but I mean, I'm not doing, like, my act, I'm doing something, like, stupid and specific, but they were, like, right. actually flying in people for that show, so it I could have technically done it from anywhere, and, uh, yeah. so, oh. you know, it's, you know, it, you can if you apply to shows, and you can still do enough, but...
1: Well, uh, I, I remember going on auditions, and and I kind of screwed myself over by just having a commercial agent right. there... That's all I had. I didn't have a theatrical
0: right, and it kind of right. like
1: now, okay, I'll, I'll get to it, but now <laughs> living here, I'm like I'm much more of a theatrical actor than a commercial at all, right now i and I would go there on auditions, and I'm like, oh, I got a Starbucks audition, so cool, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> be a jockey i'm gonna I'm short, so I'm gonna be a jockey. And, like, I, you know, I get there and they do the audition. I'm like, that was sweet. And then I get a call back. And I'm like, yes, I got a call back. And then I get a second call back. And mm. then I'm put on a veil. Mm. And then they're, I'm released from a veil. Yeah. And, you know, and you're like, man, it's just, like, getting through that is just, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's it's You know what I mean? So um, I don't want to be doing all the talking. I no, feel like- no.
0: This is like okay. I've my first uh, commercial audition was... Uh, being put on a veil for Diet Pepsi commercial with Eva Longoria, but they just released me from a veil. And like a year ago, I was on a veil with my kid for something that would end up being for the Olympics. And, right. uh, and I, I mean, he did as great as he could have done in the first audition, could have been a little better the second one, but yeah, it's just, you never know. You never know what yeah. you're looking for. And I only have commercials cause like, I don't have attention on theatrical. I feel like, I'm just going to be a goof that travels. And when I'm in town, I'll audition commercially and do other stupid stuff. But it's kind of funny. Cause I remember when we did the, the Zappos thing, like you said, like you sold out. I, I mean, technically I, I didn't sell out cause I remember doing that for free. So I guess right. if you were going to got paid
1: for it, well <laughs> I done, sir. No,
0: I gotta tell you thing.
1: the guys that the, ran it, and I, I don't do you remember their name, but they, the guy would and know the I know girl. it if you said it. I would know it if you said it. Yeah. I, do, I don't remember, no. but they were like, don't tell them that we're paying you for this. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was like I mean, I got like three hundred bucks. Right. You know, right. which was was you know, and I kept having to come in and re record and like do yeah. it. So it ultimately it was like, This kinda isn't worth it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. we'll just we'll just go with it. Yeah. Um but uh that was um
0: that was a good time, man. That was I mean, that was fun. From watching it back tonight, I thought like I, ne- I thought it was good. Yeah, we're a, we were a great entourage, and we, we knew what we had to do. So, uh, yeah, we executed well. All right, we're going to get back to my talk with Sean Von Busick, But first, I must tell you about Patreon.com slash FunnyEvan. That is the link where you guys can help support the podcast, keep it rolling, keep it expanding. It's, it's just a dollar a month. Honestly, I, I gave a dude like a dollar for gas because I had to change my car. All you have to do is really just throw your dollar at me and then all is well uh, in the world. Um, but yeah, you can join. There's different reward tiers. You can be part of my Awkward Army for $3 a month. You can get an MWXL cell phone wall for $5 a month. Producer credits, even title sponsorship, consultations. It's all there. It's all available to be seen at patreon.com slash funnyevan.com. Um, and now let's just go back to Sean Von Busiek.
1: And I, and I think like, you know, just like all these years later, kind of still being friends on Facebook is like kind of a weird, you know, it's just a thing. It's like, we're living, we're living the future of life, you know, and like, I don't think we would have... You know, been connected. We wouldn't do this interview right now. No, that's
0: why I do the podcast to like connect to all these people that who knows where they came from. I I Facebook binged when it was coming out just to add people to from my college, hoping that they would get me booked at the school I went to back in the day. But you know, you just kind of like you hit people up whenever. Sometimes I'll just like binge message like five people at a time, or sometimes something like this will pop up where I'm like, let's strike when the iron's hot. And make, it, make yeah. it go. So yeah,
1: no, this is good. Well, I, I gotta say, you caught me very late. I'm,
0: okay. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty tired. I, that's but, a, but. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. No, I know no, 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 no. Let's keep
1: this going. Okay, we, got, keep, we got more let's, things let's to talk go over
0: about. Here. This is good because I know you're originally uh, from Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay, I've been there many times. I did. You've Mer- been to er- I've been Mer- Mercyhurst College. I had a good show there Edinburgh. once or twice. You did. Did um, you do Edinburgh? I think I did it once for Greek life and I got a lot of people to walk out. But like, most <laughs> okay. of them, I, I like I asked them if you guys want to leave, leave. And then like two thirds of them left. So but then like all the the nice people stayed behind. But that was just me being an idiot right. early on in my career. Um and then I did Penn State Barron's uh once and that was fun. So, you know, I've been to Erie. I've been I actually I did I just found out recently, I mean I did Allegheny in Meadville, but um yeah. But I found out, like from Long—I'm from Long Island. I was able to drive from Long Island straight to Cleveland in one day. It, it was not that bad. It's like a seven-hour drive. I always thought like you had to just like fly it, but New York, New York to Cleveland or Erie, and it's not—it's doable. Really? The, the Northeast is wide open if you if you have the hours and you go on late at yeah. night and uh, you want to make the trip. Not right. as plane dependent as you need to be, if if you don't mind driving and doing nothing else. But
1: yeah. Well, I got to hand it to you for, I mean, I've seen throughout the years, you know, a lot of your emails and where you're oh, performing. Okay. And I, I think that's great. That's, I mean, that's super awesome that you've yeah. been able to, you know, get your stand up going and, and, and move around and do all that. So I, I commend the, they, you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I, I still do it even though like I'm now like twice their age of my audiences, but you know, I'm about to like embark on some high school things where it's like, my 20-year reunion is coming up. And I'm <laughs> about to perform for their graduation.
1: So okay. So do you, do you disclose how old you are?
0: Never. Like, not not directly. Sometimes I'll be like, maybe I'm twice your age. But I think as long as I'm like not showing off my big Jewish forehead and uh, I'm wearing a hat, <laughs> I think I'm okay. But sometimes the kids are like silly enough to like if I invite them up, they'll like grab my hat and then I feel like an idiot. And I'm like, no, my dad did this to me. So yeah it's not a big thing i i I could probably do this another at least 10 years just because yeah if you if you keep the the because i keep off the persona like i'm 14 still on stage and you know and they they're 18 so they'll just bully me so you know it's it works yeah
1: (laughs) nice nice well there's this like you know thing i mean i'm 42 okay and people don't they're like you're 42 and and I I feel great. I feel you know happy right. that you know I feel that I look younger or whatever. But you also get that like I thought you were like twenty two, you know, yeah. and like kind of kind of get this like you're like hey I you know I am twice I could be your father. I mean I'm you know I don't maybe act like it or whatever, but um, yeah you know <laughs> I could saying. have been
0: your teen dad. That's what I tell some of the college kids right now. I could be <laughs> yeah, your teen I'd dad if I got in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... So, so let me, let me just say, so I, so once we moved out here,
0: yeah,
1: I was just searching like local, you know, agencies, commercial film, whatever. And I, I, I contacted a company here in Charleston and, um, met with this girl and, she, you know, it's like when you're in LA, mm-hmm. you got your SAG card, I do. you finally made that mark, you know, I got my sad card. I got a little bit of, you know, stuff on my resume that looks okay. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, we'll totally totally get on, you know? So I got on, uh, <laughs> and they started sending me to auditions, but what we do out here and I'm, if you've, you know, done any auditioning in New York, it might be the same. I'm not sure, but you do the video auditions. Um, so here we do these video auditions and I found this guy that'll do them for like 20 bucks, but he's got like, you know, a pretty nice studio, so he'll do the video and send it in. Oh. So they do this video audition, and then if they like you, then you get a callback.
0: So they sell, right, you so have so to self-tape that's... the first audition then.
1: self, Yeah, self-tape. Because yeah. okay. what it is is like I'm represented in the southeast. Right. Meaning uh, it's pretty much Charlotte, North Carolina, Wilmington, <laughs> North Carolina, <laughs> Savannah, Georgia, Atlanta, Charleston. Okay. Maybe Miami, but I haven't gotten anything down there. So,
0: and are you yeah. FICORing it, or do you like just non-union, or how do you play it? Like, do they ha- um, I'm doubting there's enough union, lot much union out there, unless it's like no, Atlanta.
1: No, there is union stuff, oh, and okay. what happens these these production companies will hire their bare bones like crew. Yeah, you know, they'll hire the director, the DP, whatever is you know that they need. Yeah, they fly out here, and then production assistants, okay. extras, okay. and um, featured extras, and then like, I don't, what do you call like a one line? Oh, like, uh, like
0: under five?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I've done like you know some under five stuff, two films. Um, I did something here in Charleston, which was uh Marlon Wayans' film. Oh, cool. Called um called Naked, and it's basically kind of a Groundhog Day scenario. Mm-hmm. You remember Groundhog Day, yep. with Bill Murray? And so, with the scenario, is he, he wakes up every morning and he's in an elevator naked. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, so I got this. They hired me, and my my role was the the palm metal in uh, like front desk guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, and my audition was, um, what was? It? <laughs> Shoot, <I> can't remember. <laughs> it was a uh, enjoy your stay, sir. that was it that was it just that one line enjoy your stay sir so I was like okay he's a palmetto in I'm like he's I'm gonna you know just play it up I mean I'm gonna make him slightly gay Okay, right? <laughs> because that's what it seems like that yeah. character would be. I mean, not, you know, he doesn't have to be gay, but he just, you know, comes across that way. Right. So right. I did that, and they they liked it. So I got that, and there was like four lines in it. And I'm like walking with Marlon Wayans to his room <laughs> as he's naked saying, I need your ID, blah, 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 blah. So that's going to be on Netflix. Okay. It's a Netflix original, and oh, yeah. um, that'll be on in like August, I think August is when the release is. So it's kind of cool, you know. I got like I found, you know, the IMDb, and I'm in the credits, and sure enough, you know, it's all, unless they cut me, <laughs> right, which could happen, but I, I, I'm still in the in, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then another one was called Galveston, which was shot in uh, Savannah, and I was uh just got some neck. I want to see a redneck cowboy, yeah. playing pool in a bar, and I'm like, yeah, I want to play some pool, and I'm kind of flirting with Ellie Fanning, who like I'm probably twice her age as well, one of the fanning you know Dakota fanning yeah, yeah. so um, so yeah, so you know, and then I did a, a commercial with Jeff Gordon, so oh, there's cool. like you know some oh, okay. I've gotten more exposure here as far as. Big screen or commercial than I really ever did in l a yeah. so kind of, kind of interesting that way
0: okay i did that's that's awesome i mean it lets you know lets you know that like you're not just it's not just l a or bust like you can do anywhere really
1: yeah it, and it kind of you know shows you that you know i mean it's it's one of these things where it's like you know I have friends okay so i i when I lived out there, I had you know this group of friends, and once they all started having kids, most of them left yeah and and I got I got to commend you to be able to still stick it out, you know, with have and well, you have
0: two kids? Well, no, I've one kid, but I never had friends to begin with, so it was kind of like an easy transition <laughs> for me. So, Cuz it was that all was her my, friends when I moved I there. Have,
1: I should have not had any friends. Yeah, that <laughs> was that's
0: what that's where you went wrong.
1: Right. Only that, Facebook that friends,
0: about. not really. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. So, um you know, I got a friend out there that's producing uh you know, some documentaries and he sells them to like Netflix and da da da. And he has two kids. So he's kind of been able to make it work. Yeah. Uh, but just at the time it was the right thing to do. You know, we kind of like cashed out basically. Yeah. And said, uh, right, you know, let's, let's do this. So, you know, right now we're, we're coming up with different, like, you know, short film stuff and playing around with even my kid and doing, doing some, some little things here and there creatively doing some stand up and some improv, you oh, know, cool. just still keeping, I, I got to say, it's like this, my dad, who's 80, <laughs> like 85. Now, okay. And, um, he once told me he, he paints, he does like portrait painting. Yeah. And he once told me that, you know, if they took the paints away, I, I'd, I'd paint with crayons. <laughs> and if they took the crayons away, I'd find some chalk. And if they took the chalk away, I'd still paint with dirt. <laughs> and that was just something that like stuck with me my whole life. It's just one of these things like you still want to do art, you know, we all have our different paths and how things go for us and I don't, you know, it's like it's just where I'm at. It's like LA, I miss it, I love it, but I hated it. Right. You know, I really hated it in a lot of ways and right now it's like, you know, my brother's coming to town. He lives in Myrtle Beach. And he's bringing his boat and we're going to go out there and just like you know, chill out on the boat in the water and fish and, you know, something about that. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've had, um, yeah, in LA, I mean, like the idea of like, you get an audition, you have to drop everything and no matter what, you have to make that audition in 24 hours. So that aspect of it, like sometimes when I know like it's a bad audition, when I get there, I'm like, and it's a long line and it's for like a music video and I'm, and I'm going to be this kind of person. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even waiting around. I'm just going to leave and cross my name off the list. Cause have been like doing that one time just cause why
1: do you, do you does your agent find out? And like, a, what did you do? That,
0: that or- was more something on, I got myself. I would always, if my agent got me something, I would always find a way to be there. I mean, it's a little like sometime cause my kid has an agent. So I always make sure like, I get them there, but if it's something where it's like not totally essential, I'll, I'm willing to like waste it if I get there and I'm like, you know what? I'll just say I can't make it or something,
1: but yeah, I'm not well, it's like, kind of a similar There's yeah, no desperation
0: ahead. behind it. Like I have to make, get this, this audition because that's what people do in Hollywood and all that. Like I don't have
1: that like right, live or die. No, that's good. That's a better like way of perceiving. It. I, I think even, even being here, yeah. like I auditioned yeah. for, um, uh north carolina lottery <laughs> commercial that's awesome and it and it was um it was the the role of a leprechaun <laughs> and man i in that audition i nailed it yeah man i mean yeah. i'm not trying to be like hey man i'm the best leprechaun you no. can think of yeah. but i nailed that audition mm-hmm. and i was like they were laughing i was singing some old danny boy and blah 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 and it was basically a commercial where there's a uh, a leprechaun on a floating device in a pool you know like a floater or whatever you know right. thing and there's a um a mermaid and she's got like gold or silver metallic you know like yeah fin all that and she's super hot and whatever and um and i did i mean i did awesome and then they're like so i got a call back you know and did that and those was oh, so good and then it put me on a veil but i was down to between me and like four other people and one of the one of the guys was an actual a little perk. <laughs> oh. okay so it was sort of like man that pretty much is my top like top competition right there that guy right. right there he had a beard he looked really irish you know i'm like he's probably you know so they put but they put me on a veil. I was super excited and then uh they're like yeah we released you and sure enough he got the part because you the saw commercial. the you saw it air my, a friend of mine saw okay, it there, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, it was a, it was a, you know, a little person." And um, and I figure ultimately he really deserved it more than I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think like, like ultimately, there's not a lot of work for little people. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. And I was like, <laughs> I was very like, you know what, man, he deserved it. That guy, you know, I was I was super bummed I didn't get it, but I'm like, that guy got it. That good, good for him. Just, so, um, nonetheless, I got another audition for another North Carolina, like, thing, uh, mm. lottery commercial. Yeah. And this yeah. one was, like, Winning Guy. Yeah, <laughs> And I was like, well, I was like, okay, win. And it just said, that's all it said, it was Winning Guy. <laughs> and so I, like, I was in, in in my friend's studio doing the video audition. I'm just holding up this fake imaginary ticket and i'm like this is not what am i gonna do here i'm not going back up because what you have to do is you got to drive four hours oh do the you know if you get the call back you drive four hours then you drive back home four hours eight hours and they're like uh. oh yeah you got it you got to come up for fitting and a uh, and just became a thing where I'm like, I really, I really don't care to do a North Carolina, uh, a video, you know, commercial for the lottery. So I was like, what? let's just cut this one. Forget it. Yeah. Drop it right there. But, um, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, I'm having a good time here and, uh, LA same it's it's same I don't know what's different I
0: there's more electric cars around I guess more pl- plugging in I, a little bit more I mean you know big fans of the zero emission out here but there's still a lot of Priuses claiming the land okay but uh yeah, yeah. I don't know what's different about it yeah I don't know it seems the same
1: well I, I do say the house we bought I get these alerts on Zillow <laughs> Oh, it's value. Yeah. And the past, well, 14, 15, 16, 17. So the people that bought it yeah. was a company mm-hmm. that wanted to flip it. Okay. So they, it was one bedroom, 800 square foot house. Oh, geez. So they turned the living room into another bedroom. Oh. And then, then they remodeled the bathroom, closed it off, you know, so that the dining room and the kitchen was one kind of room living space, you know? Right. And. So they bought it for four hundred and sold it for five twenty six okay, so now I get these Zillow alerts saying how much it's worth, and it's at basically at seven hundred and thirty thousand <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like what the heck what? so I'm buying it at two twenty six and it's at seven forty right now
0: yeah, I got too, like so, uh too soon. man, I have a townhouse, and it like we got it at the highest point right before everything crashed. And it like, oh. went down to like half of what I paid for it. And now it's probably close to what it was in the beginning. It's probably a little lower still. But uh okay. yeah. So there's still some stuff to do. But yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I mean at the same time and all but the cool thing was I got to refinance. So like before I was like I was only paying interest and I was an idiot for doing that. But thankfully five years ago I was able to uh, you know, pay some principal along the way. So Gotcha, that's good.
1: Yeah. gotcha. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, you know, I had friends that just paid principal only, and it's, you know, one of those things that, if you can get into it, you're getting into a house. I mean, if you're yeah. able to, like, out later, you know, like like you did, that's probably not such a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, eventually I'd probably want to sell it. I mean, property taxes have become much more of a pain in the ass than I anticipated. Like, it's, like, more oh, okay. than what almost when I got there. So it's, that's like annoying. And it's not even yeah. worth like the tax deduction anymore. But, you know, so there's some things like the idea of like having like a home warranty is a pain in the butt, but whatever. I'm I'm cool with it. I'll just keep doing more on my end and uh won't be a problem. It's not not something that like consumes my thoughts that much. But though, every yeah. summer I do need the air conditioner service, which I'm about to do because it's like 95 degrees today and all that stuff.
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well, I got I do got to say in in retrospect to that. Um LA, you know, 95 degrees. You come out here and it's 95 and it's 100% humidity. Yeah. It is like hell. <laughs> hell. Um and my son who was playing in the dirt under a tree was like, "Daddy, it's raining." But it was sweat. That's all it was <laughs> coming out, off of his head. Um like, no, that's just sweat, kid. Um, so it's it's super when i first here and we moved in it was like the hottest week of the year and i'm like how do how does anybody get anything done here (laughs) and a friend was like they just don't that's just how it is it's like you wonder why the south is slow it's because it's so dang hot that's why they lost yeah they were just like
0: (laughs) they just did not have good antiperspirant so nice man um what at what? So do you have like anything you'd want to plug on this podcast? Any acting links or a site or your social media?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you can go, I think, you know, if you look up Sean, S-E-A-N, mm-hmm. uh, Vaughn, V-O-N, Buzik, B-U-S-E-C-K uh, on Facebook. I, l- I love, you know, connecting with people and I, I, it's my kind of way to like, Make a little joke of the day. Not, I mean, it's not that cheesy. It's not. I'm like, hey, <laughs> joke of the day. but it's you know, it's like I, I enjoy talking to people and telling them what I'm doing. And it's like I, I figure my life has become more like, oh, I'm gonna be who I am, enjoy my life, share it in social media, and do whatever I want to do, and and yeah. and make my art with dirt, and uh, <laughs> just you know, just just do that. And and I I love interacting with new people. Um yeah, there's you know, my my I don't know, I'm not sure what even my YouTube account is. It's kinda of like, you know, are we have are we past YouTube?
0: Do people I, I still use it a lot 'cause my kid my kid went viral for knowing like wrestlers' music, like and that so, he basically took me from 100 subscribers up to like I'm over 11,000 right now. Uh, <laughs> so, we get, I try to do some more stuff with him because if I put up too much of my comedy videos, people comment like we want more Beckett. So, oh, um, YouTube's great. still the thing. I think it's probably more just like direct Facebook videos or, you know, whatever Vimeo maybe for like promotional purposes, but YouTube still does yeah. its thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Safe bet. Well, um, <laughs> you can look up uh, like i think it's uh youtube mr small okay but, <laughs> don't quote don't quote me on that i don't really, it's been quite a while since i uh got on there but right. um but i i do have you know i got my reel up there which is kind of fun it's got you know a clip from what we did together oh okay and uh, fresh clothing from yeah. zappos mm-hmm. which which that was a that was fun i remember that mm-hmm. and and just how uh, it was kind of a one of those you know, one of those moments in life where you still think about it and you remember it. Yeah. Reggie, Reggie commented on that video I when saw, I put it on Facebook. Dude, I don't even remember this. I totally forgot. You know,
0: <laughs> I forgot uh, like where a lot of that was filmed. I feel like a lot of it was filmed in Hollywood, um, and it was oh, in, like yeah. someone's backyard. And then the yeah, I remember like the girl in it. Yeah, so that was unique. Uh, yeah, that was that was good. Indeed, I have, I have a mock reel up. I made a mock acting real it's like just me and my like featured extra eight second clip on the goldbergs it's just me i'm not even saying anything it's just like a half second of me and then that's it so, like, well i just gotta like go the opposite way
1: this is my pretend real <laughs> yeah. Love. Yeah.
0: cool sean well, I'll let you get to bed uh, a little before 4 a.m and yeah. uh i want to thank you for taking the time and uh yes yeah, stay on but uh I do you want to thank you for coming on socially awkward with Evan Wexell.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Hey, I got to tell you, I felt like it was that. Did you see, ever see that um, interview with Mel Gibson at like 4 a.m.? He <laughs> was just waking up. It's a little bit like that, but I'm not as angry as. You're as not he as was, angry
0: but... as this Jew over here. That's good. You're not. <laughs> it's not, it's
1: not I'm, you're not
0: blaming me for anything, so that's good. <laughs>
1: for being asked about that whole incident. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but All for right. some reason, he like shows up at the Oscars and they. Don't, yeah. yeah so who knows
1: well you know it's like it's pretty good
0: films i suppose yeah i guess he had one he had one i forgot the name of it was but it was nominated last year so but yeah Apocalypse. it was a good it was a good it was a good scene this year with the oscars with like the screw up at the best picture i think it was it was, oh, a yeah. good, it was a good shock to the system it made everyone have something to talk about because uh-huh. oh. that's like that's the equivalent of like the super bowl like tom brady winning in the last minute and beating the falcons kind of like yeah
1: yeah totally i have like uh, like producer friends who like produce and they were like oh my actually i was with them doing a short film in florida Uh just doing helping them out on the set and we watched it live on tv and they're like oh my gosh can you believe it (laughs) you know the whole thing where he's like what just happened but Yeah. yeah cool Alright, sir. All right. Mike, cool. thanks thanks for having me. I'm you know, I'm, i should be sleeping and I think I woke me my too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Have a good one. Hey, send me a link.
0: All right, I want to thank Sean von Busick for taking the time coming online with me in the early morning hours of the East Coast while I was being very late in the West Coast. Um definitely uh, give him a shout. He's a good man. And uh now who is my next good man or woman for this podcast? Uh, this is episode 48. I'm near 50 guys. Something I got I got to do something good for number 50. Um again to show love to the podcast go to at com is the website, at Awkward with Evan, on Facebook and Twitter. iTunes, write your reviews and your subscriptions to my podcast. would be fabulous. Or you can go to Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. And please, if you look in the show notes, you can get my Mike Francesa song on iTunes, Amazon. Put it on a Spotify playlist. It is the deliciousness of sports and the summer and New York even New Jersey. Um, my name is Evan Wexell. I forgot what else I was going to say, but just know that it was socially awkward.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.